Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Charlie Long in studio, and on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, Miss Chessa Boucher, who's uh, racking up some uh, frequent flyer miles uh, covering the LSU Lady Basketball team. Chessa, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. How are y'all? How y'all doing? I'm doing great. Chessa, okay, um, LSU is where I think Kim Mulkey wants it to be today. Uh, playing for something late in the season, up against Utah, and uh, I saw the opening line on it. LSU's a five-and-a-half-point favorite yeah, five, over Utah. five-and-a-half-point favorite. And so, you know, I know last week she came on with this. Guys, I got to tell y'all, all I want right now, right now, is <laughs> one more win than we had last year. One more win. And she got it. Now, she might have changed the tune that she wants now another win and another win, but she was adamant about, I, we, we got to get one more win, one more win. Um, and I know she sort of does a lot of things to motivate her team. And she talked about, she went to her freshman players and talked to them about, Hey, it's going to be a different situation here. Much more physical. Has that been again, part of her speech going up against Utah? Chess, I'll be honest. I thought Michigan would put up a much tougher fight than what they did. Yeah, I agree with you there. I will be 100% honest. I was nervous going into that matchup because if you look at what Michigan brings to the table, they are long. They have a ton of length. And the two teams that LSU has lost to this year, South Carolina and Tennessee, they're both long, have a lot of length, and they can run the floor. And they struggled against them. And so going against Michigan, I just had a bad gut feeling. But I agree with you. I think Kim Mulkey – it's full of boo-boo. I think, yeah, it sounds good to talk to the press and say, yeah, we just want one more the next year or from last year. But she's a competitor. She's not going to go in there and act like one more win is okay. She wants to win it all. We understand that it's just year two. She's way far ahead of the game. It took her five years to win a national championship at Baylor. And what she's been able to do this season with nine new faces, one returning starter, and bringing in Angel Reese and, of course, having the number one recruiting class for next season. It's impressive. But, yeah, it just I thought the Michigan game was going to be a battle. I didn't expect them to play defense the way that they did. That was the most complete game that we've seen from LSU this season. And uh, it, was, it was ironic because today, Flage Johnson, the true freshman, she said, we asked her about, you know, did they grow from that game? And she was like, to be honest, I felt like we were all on one string. And she was like, defensively, we just knew what each other, we were knew what we were going to do. And it was like everybody was in sync. And I think that's been a lot of the issue this season is they hadn't really been on the same page. 
and they have struggled to have offensive production from more than Angel Reese and one other player. I think if you see, you look at their record, as long as they have three people that are in double figures, they're getting the win. And I think that was the biggest takeaway is that they had a balance of scoring attack in round two and also just that dominating performance yet again by Angel Reese is what we've come to you know, expect from her, especially here in the postseason. What she's been able to do in the first two rounds has just been absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, uh, Chessie, you talk about Angel Reese. Uh, uh, you know, I always like records. Look at LSU NCAA tournament record uh, tying uh, 34 points against uh, Hawaii and then an LSU NCAA tournament record now this, uh, not double-digit rebounds, but uh, more 24 rebounds against Michigan. Uh, boy, talk about attacking the, uh, the ball and saying, uh, that ball is my ball. 24 rebounds. Uh, th- that was shocking when I looked at that number. Oh, 100%. I mean, if I ever played with a true post player like that, I would lead the NCAA in assists, like without <laughs> a doubt. It would have been freaking phenomenal. Um, I don't know if y'all saw this, her 25 points, 24 rebounds, and six blocks against Michigan is the first by any player, man or woman, in the NCAA tournament since 2000. Yeah, so it's one of those things of what she's been able to do has just been phenomenal, and I've just never really seen a post player have such a knack for the basketball. It was It's like nobody's going to get in her way. Nobody is going to deter her from getting to the hoop, and it's just it has been crazy to see and to think that she has a few more years in Baton Rouge just makes you think that this team, if they don't get it done this year and make a run to the Final Four next year, they will be in the Final Four without a doubt. Now, uh, Chess, uh, now I don't think Coach Mulkey revealed this, but after beating Hawaii and then uh, the challenge uh, with the Michigan Wolverines uh, to reach the Sweet 16, Coach Mulkey said she gave her players five keys to beating Michigan, but she didn't divulge what they were. Uh, if, if and she said, if we do the five things we did in the Michigan game, uh, it, it's going to be a, a special time for us. Well, when the hell's the five things? Uh, we can speculate or, or, or what? I mean, I've got Coach Mulkey's yeah, throwing that You out know there. a lot better than uh, we yeah, do, Chester. So, so, so that's the mystery. But what is the five things that we got to do against Utah and possibly pass that in Miami or Villanova? Yeah, the five things I think would be to be smart with the basketball. You can't – you have to limit your turnovers, and then you also have to force turnovers. With Utah, they do not have a lot of turnovers, so it's one of those things you have to try to turn them over because they're very smart with the basketball. The two other games that LSU has lost this season, it came down to rebounding. They were out-rebounded. Those are the only two games against South Carolina and against Tennessee. They were out-rebounded. In fact, Angel Reese only had four offensive boards. Or no, no, LSU only had four offensive boards against the Lady Vols, and Whoa. Angel Reese didn't have any, which is her bread and butter is to get to the offensive glass. And so those three things for sure, and I would say in the postseason especially, you have to, be, you have to shoot better from the floor and also be strong from the charity stripe. If you're not a great um, you know, free-throw th- free shooting team, I think you'll – struggle in the postseason just because a lot of games do come down to free throws. If you make your free throws at the end of the ballgame when you're supposed to, you're going to win a lot of games. And I think those are the some of the biggest threats that Utah, you know, gives LSU facing this Tiger squad because they have a hell of a player. It's the Pac-12 player of the year, Alyssa Peely. She's going to be a 
big girl down low, and to try to guard her is going to be a big task. Yet again, I hate to keep going back and talking about the negatives because LSU's team has had such a season. Right. But, again, the only two teams that you struggled against, South Carolina and Tennessee, they both have really skilled perimeter-oriented post players. And so I think that opens up the floor and so LSU just needs to be smart defensively and really get after it. And I think if you can limit Alyssa down inside, then I think LSU will run away with this one. But, again, they have another balanced scoring attack, much like Michigan. So I think it's going to be one of those defensive battles. I don't think both either teams are really going to put up a ton of points. I just think it's going to be a real grinded-out game. And if LSU can get scoring from two other players aside from Angel Reese, because – I don't think anybody is stopping Angel Reese in the postseason. She said after the Tennessee loss in the SEC tournament, she got back to work. And I just see a different hunger and a different desire in her eyes since that. And every time I ask Coach Mulkey or Angel about it, she tells me that Tennessee game, that was a game that I only had four um, rebounds. I think it was four rebounds against the Lady Balls in the SEC tournament. And she's like, that's not going to get it. And that's, she is after making a statement in the postseason, and I think that was the fire that she needed to get to the next level. So I think it's going to be hard for Utah to stop her, but, again, she needs some help. You know, uh, Chess, uh, like Mike had said earlier, I don't know. It's not a pick of game because LSU a five, five-and-a-half point favorite against Utah. Uh, they're 27-4 and four in the regular season, number two seed. Uh, but if they can get past Utah – I think LSU is likely going to be favored over whoever wins uh, Friday's other semifinal between number nine Miami or number four Villanova in Sunday's regional final, and that LSU uh, would go on to Dallas in the final four. But you, you know what's crazy? Uh, now we wish it was on the other side of the bracket, but they wouldn't play if they would keep winning. They wouldn't play South Carolina in the finals. It'd be in the final four to semifinals. Yep. To get to yep. that championship game, so uh, but but I think they can at least get to the final four. If they win against Utah, I, I think they go into the final four. Yeah, I would agree with that, and especially both Villanova and Miami. Not a ton of postseason experience, especially down the stretch, which I think plays a huge factor. You could say the same for LSU, though. Angel Reese has been to the Sweet Sixteen with Maryland. Um, uh, Pool Katiri Pool, she was with Ohio State, who beat. LSU last year in the second round, they got to the Sweet 16. So you do have a few players that have a little bit of experience. But I just think this team is clicking at the right time. They seem to kind of have found that rhythm and found that chemistry that maybe had been off throughout the season. And I just think they're playing their best ball, and I think it's up to them. I don't think it's going to be what Utah brings. I think it's who shows up tomorrow night against Utah is what is going to be the deciding factor in LSU making it to Dallas. Chessa, in hearing that scouting report you gave about Utah, to me, wouldn't it make a lot of sense to try to run the court against them? Uh, I think, you know, sort of wear them down. Uh, use your speed and, and get up and down the court because you know what Utah wants to do. They want to put that right. ball inside and <laughs> let the big lady make this shot. But if you can yeah. run the court – and sort of wear them down, then, you know, they're settling for twos, and you might be able to get a couple of threes out of the deal. But if you run into court, to me, that seems to be the blueprint if it's for this game against Utah and the next. 
Yeah, I agree. And I think that's what we saw against Michigan. And at first, um, I actually, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I was like, I don't know if I'd want to run the floor against like a South Carolina just because they have so much depth. And Utah doesn't seem to have that type of depth. And what we saw in Michigan, they didn't have that type of depth. No. And they like to run the floor, but they were slower when it came to athleticism. Like they weren't as quick on their first step or that second step. And so I think what we saw from LSU, they were quick to get the ball out. They just kind of ran it down their throat, and Michigan didn't have a response for it. So I think you're right, Bobby. I think you have to, you know, run and gun and see what Utah, if they can keep pace with you. Because I'm telling you what I've seen from Peely, I don't think she can hang with Angel Reese. I think she will give her a fight in the beginning. But Angel Reese is just – she's – a dominant force inside the way that she can drive to the hoop, the way she can make her moves there around the basket. I just don't see Peely being able to stop Angel. And I think what we've seen from Angel and her court vision, if she wants to go inside out and find some of these guards. And I think Alexis Morris is about to go off. I think she's been quiet in the first two games, had a disappointing game against Hawaii. And then last time or uh, against Michigan, you know, finally gotten double figures. But I just think Alexis Morris is about due. And she said today she likes the rims here. She had a great SEC tournament run. And I think I think she's going to be due. And I, I, I agree with you. I think you have to run and gun and just yeah. kind of see what you talk and, you know, how they respond to that. Now, uh, Chessa, uh, who's been a surprise team? I'm looking at the whole tournament. I'm going to tell you mine, the Ole Miss Lady Rebels, uh, beating uh, Stanford. Uh, look, uh, what uh, the top seed, and all I know is I'm, you know, I'm casually just looking at this. I don't know how LSU played South Carolina. All I know is Ole Miss took South Carolina to overtime. Yeah, no intimidation, uh, uh, right. of South Carolina. So, so would you say Ole Miss maybe right where they're at? They could be one of those dark horses. Chess, uh, you've seen a lot of lady basketball, but Ole Miss seems to be almost like that assassin waiting in the wings. Okay, I've gotten the ring with the champ. I'm not scared of them. We we took them to overtime. Uh, I'm not scared of South Carolina at any level, and nobody's given us a chance uh, to win this. All I know is from a matchup standpoint, no one matched up better against South Carolina than Ole Miss. Oh, I agree 100%. I, went, I, don't, I don't know if you all know this, but I went to Ole Miss for right. undergrad, yeah. and I played ball there my freshman year. Coach Yo, what she's been able to do with that program, they play a lot like her. She is fiery. She is in your face. And she coaches a lot like Kim Mulkey. Defense is number one, and that's what you've been able to see from the Rebels. They are all about defense, and their defense leads to offense, and that's how they've been so successful. But they are fearless. And it's surprising just because this program hasn't had a ton of success, especially in the past 10, 15 years. So to see them playing in the postseason like they are, they're not scared of anybody. And they, I mean, they put up a fight against LSU this year. So, yeah, I, I was very surprised with Ole Miss upsetting them. But it would be Ole Miss and Miami for me are the two biggest surprises because Miami finished sixth in the <laughs> ACC. It's a powerful conference. Did we even remotely expect them to get to the Sweet 16? No, and especially knocking off Stanford in – Bloomington, like, I was just absolutely stunned by that. So, yeah, those are my two dark horses that I just did not anticipate seeing them make a Sweet 16 appearance. Chess will be the last question for you. Is there a player on this LSU basketball team 
that this is their shining moment, okay? Uh, this is where they explode because we know who the star of this team is. But is there someone on that verge that this tournament is going to really put their name on the marquee? That is a good question because I feel like we've seen Flage have a good game. We've seen Alexis Morris take over ball games. We've seen Angel Reese do really, really well. I think Kateri Poole was one of the people that surprised me the most with her performance against Michigan. She's been kind of quiet, didn't do a whole lot. Kim talked about how her defense always kind of made a statement. Kim put her in the starting lineup and had Angel Reese made a few of her first shots rather than having second and third shot opportunities on the offensive glass and making her first shot, Kateri Poole would have had like 10 assists. So I think for this LSU team, I think Poole is the one that really has surprised me in the postseason. I'm interested to see how she plays against Utah because if Utah is a big physical team, she kind of shines in those moments. And she also really surprised me in Columbia against South Carolina. She was one of the other players. Her and Samaya Smith really just surprised me at playing the, how well they played in a situation LSU got off to the worst start you could possibly ask for. But they they were fearless, and they were ready to go and ready to play. So I think Kateri Poole would be the one in the postseason that has surprised me the most. Chess, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Always gives us great insights. Absolutely, guys. Y'all have a good one. All righty. Right. Chessa Boucher from Baton Rouge Proud covering the LSU Lady Tiger basketball team. And I think she's got maybe one more adventure. So is she related to Bobby Boucher? <laughs> oh, no. No. I, 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 the Bouchers, they all got to be related, right? Yeah, somewhere along. Yeah. But she's not related <laughs> to Bobby Boucher. <laughs> But but I think sometimes, the, depending on the mood, she'll say yes. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. <laughs> we'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.